welcome to Vista Talks, interesting discussions with interesting people from all around the world. I'm your host for today, Priscilla Charles, and I'm joined today by a very special guest for, in Studio Two, Simon Hodgkins. Simon is the founder of the Think Global Forum. You're very welcome, Simon. It's good to be back, Priscilla. We're delighted to have you, to have you again on the show. Simon was previously on the show, but he's here with us today for a very special episode. Uh, and he'll be answering all of your questions about how, on how to enter the Thinkable Awards fourth edition. Uh, so let's move on, Simon, get onto the show. So first, um, could you um, give us a bit of a, an insight on um, about the program itself and the Think Global Forum for those who wouldn't be familiar with the community and about the program itself. Sure, no problem. I mean, for people that aren't familiar with it, the Think Global Forum has been going now for quite a number of years. It started off in the USA, uh, ended up in Europe and the USA. Um, it is a global thought leadership program. We have been running events in lots of places from Los Angeles to New York to San Diego to London to Dublin uh, to Amsterdam, which was the last one that we did. Uh, obviously, given the current situation with the global pandemic, we are doing most things online now, as a lot of organizations are. But the Think Global Forum is alive and well. We have some tremendous forum executives who champion both geographies and industry sectors around the world. Uh, we have guest speakers, and um, we, of course, have the Think Global Awards, which is now in its fourth year. Thank you so much, Simon, for this uh, little introduction for those of you who wouldn't be familiar with the, the Think Global uh, Forum community and the Think Global Awards that Simon just mentioned. So, um, so now, yes, I'd like to kind of dig in and uh, ask you a few more questions. Uh, so for those of you who'd be interested in applying uh, to the program, um, there's a few um, rules maybe to, to know and just a few questions you might ask yourself about, you know, how to enter, you know, deadlines, everything. So Simon, first of all, could you tell us a little bit about how to enter the program itself well entering the entering the awards uh, this year is pretty simple you just simply go to thinkglobalforum.org forward slash awards there's there's actually three dedicated pages of information there for people to go to there's actually a page about the think global awards there's an awards criteria page where you can see the a little breakdown synopsis of each of the criteria for each of the award categories. And then there's a page just dedicated to entering the awards, but you can actually enter the awards on each one of the pages. So, it, you know, if you need uh, a quick URL, thinkglobalforum.org, go there and you can't miss the awards. There's an awards section and you just hit the enter awards button and you can enter away. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Um, so now, um, I think some of uh, some um, some people might ask themselves, "Can I enter the award? Am I, you know, am I a large enough organization? Or if I'm a startup, I'm just starting. It's a first year in business. Can anyone enter the award? And who can enter the award, really?" No, it, it is a good question. We, I mean, when we started the awards four years ago now, uh, or I've, 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 this is the fourth time we'll be doing the awards, I should say, we had a lot of those questions. People were saying, "Well, can I enter myself?" Do I have to nominate somebody? And the answer to that first question is, well, both. Uh, we have people who enter a specific award category for themselves, and they fill in the relevant information and submit an entry on behalf of, the, of themselves. We do also have people who nominate other people. Now, that may be friends or colleagues, 
um, and they decide that they want to put somebody forward and nominate them for a particular awards criteria. I think what's important to mention at this stage, though, Priscilla, is the awards are open to individuals, as I've mentioned, companies, but also it's open to um, communities and uh, sort of uh, organizations, maybe outside of the traditional corporate space too. Yes, we have global multinational companies applying for it in the same manner that we have startups applying for it. We've even got a dedicated startup category. So whether you're a very large international organization or whether you're a startup looking to go global and think global, um, there's a category there for you. But, you know, sometimes we get applications on behalf of an organization or a team, and sometimes we get uh, people nominating other people and, you know, a lot of the times people actually enter themselves for a particular category. Absolutely, yes. And uh, we encourage everyone to, uh, um, to enter. Uh, we're delighted to, um, to see new organizations and individuals applying every year. So please do so. And um, so you mentioned nominating uh, anyone for a category. And I want to talk about the categories now. Okay. Every year um, we have, um, in average, about 10 to 15 categories. Last year was 16. This year is 14, I believe. So can you give us a bit of an insight on the categories? Is there any, any change this year, for instance? Yeah, that, that's another good question. So each year we have some categories that return each year. And they're kind of like the traditional categories that we have. But we also take into account feedback. We take into account uh, changes in the industry. And sometimes we add a new category. So this year, we have sort of the traditional categories that have been around since day one, which is sort of brand of the year. So that's a big category for, for people that want to submit an entry to be nominated as the winner for the brand of the year. We also have the language industry person of the year, and that's been around since the very first Think Global Awards. And they're, they're two categories that are extremely popular. We have digital transformation, which is relatively new because I think as we've all found ourselves now in an online environment with lots of video conferencing meetings, probably less face-to-face -face engagements for obvious reasons, digital transformation, the whole concept of digital first companies and online communications is it's right at the forefront of everybody's mind. So it kind of makes sense that for this year, we have a digital transformation category. That's proving to be a very popular category. People are willing, really eager to showcase their own digital transformation journeys. Mm -hmm. We've always had a, a, a community stroke non-profit uh, award category. In the past, we've had some very large, well-known uh, non-profit organizations win it, some global NGOs, for example. Um, but we also have smaller communities, people at a grassroots level who are doing something that's a positive for a local community or cause that doesn't have to be on an NGO sort of grand scale. Um, and we, we welcome both the small, medium and large um, uh, submissions for that particular award category. It's, that's a particularly interesting one to see all the fantastic things that are taking place around the world. That brings me on to retail and e-commerce, which is a returning category. Retail and e-commerce, I suppose, is very much a hot topic at the moment. Retail has been through a tremendous change in recent years and even more so now. Uh, and e-commerce, of course, is playing such a, 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 an important and critical role for lots of uh, retailers. Um, so whether you're an online retailer or you're a more traditional bricks and mortar, mortar retailer, whether you're a born on the internet company or whether you're 
you're a pre-internet company originally that's then found themselves in this new e-commerce environment that's a category that's uh, very popular too we have education and e-learning e-learning of course is going through something of a, a resurgence although it's a relatively new thing that people are learning online but we've seen that explode in recent times so of course education is fun that we believe is fundamentally important at the think global forum as is e-learning so yeah. that's quite a number of categories there Priscilla but there's a few more if you'd like to hear about them Thank you so much, Simon. Yes, um, I believe sustainability is one of the new categories um, yeah. that we announced this year as well, and which is obviously such an important topic. Well, yeah, sustainability, it's the first time we've had a sustainability category. Um, so the award category uh, is brand new, but we're recognizing, again, individuals and organizations who contribute to a more sustainable society. Now, that could be in their local environment or it can be across the world. And I know the judges are looking for innovation here. So ways in which people are helping to develop sustainability programs and plans and actions that ultimately are protecting the wider environment. So that's a that's an important category. Uh, I know it's it's um, again receiving um, being received very well is probably the best way I would say it. So that's that's actually quite a busy category. Um, and delighted to see that it is. We also have other categories that are that are just as critical. So, I mean that that you know I'm reminded to mention things like the life sciences category, which is a returning category again. But life sciences, particularly now in terms of healthcare, medicines, medical devices, uh, pharmaceutical, every, you know that whole world of life sciences, everything from um, you know sequencing machines to um, dare I say it, vaccines, uh, but th that whole world of life sciences is pretty much center stage uh, globally now. So of course, life sciences remains as a, as a category that we, that we have each year, along with professional services, startup, as I mentioned earlier, critical to you know, driving growth in lots of economies. So the startup is something that's very close to us. Uh, we have travel, we have technologies, and of course we have the the existing uh, going global category for companies that are really looking to expand internationally. So I think the only one I've missed is media and advertising, uh, and that's a returning category as well. But there are, there are 14 categories in total. I don't think I've missed any, um, but they are um, quite diverse. They're open, as I say, to individuals and organizations and community groups uh, around the world. I'm, I'm really encouraged at the fact that we do genuinely get lots of applications from all four corners of the of the planet. We have, um, you know, applications coming in from lots and lots of countries around the world. It is it has been uh, truly unique to see how this uh, Think Global Awards has caught on, how enthusiastic people are. We see some people applying each year. We see some people who have won before becoming possibly judges in, in the future year. And uh, I think when we, we, we continue the, the consistency of some of the categories that really strike a chord with people, but we do like to add in new categories that are really relevant that year. And I, I hope people agree that we've, we've tried to do that again this year. Thank you so much, Simon. Very helpful. And uh, we're talking about the, um, the application. So let's say I would like to apply myself and I have a few questions. So I know that there's an entry pack that we'll mention in a few minutes, but uh, how long should my submission be? For instance, is, is there, should I include any supporting materials when I log in and I, I'm on the platform to apply? 
Yeah, that, uh, well, yes and no. I mean, we encourage people to keep their entries to about 700 words. Now, it can be slightly larger or slightly smaller. But we think a good synopsis of why you're entering the category, why you feel it's important that you be considered as a, as a winner of that particular Think Global uh, award. Um, and of course, you need to showcase your, your, your evidence for that as to why you're, you're either putting yourself forward, you're putting your organization forward, or you're nominating somebody for that particular award. You can upload attachments, and a lot of people do. So they, they, they either do two things, Priscilla. They either upload attachments, uh, which you do once you enter the awards. You go into the awards portal. Uh, you can put in your, your award entry. You follow the on-screen. It's pretty simple to do. You can, uh, you can upload various documents, et cetera, that, that help you to convey why uh, you feel you're a winner for that category. Um, also, people put in uh, links to their websites and to supporting documentation and information. I suppose that that has changed in the, the, this, the fourth year, because in the very first year that we did it, it was quite manual behind the scenes. But now we have software that does it all, etc. So it's it's um, I was going to say it's easier from a, from a management perspective, but there's still a lot of work actually behind the scenes of an awards program, as anybody who's, who's been involved in one will know. But um, no, you, you know, around 700 words is probably the sweet spot uh, because we feel that you can sort of capture the essence of why you're applying. Plus, you've got the ability to upload documentation and to share URL links. And I think between the, those three avenues that are open to you, as you submit an entry on the uh, entry uh, software, it's very simple to do. If people have entered awards programs before online, it, it's it's it should be very familiar. And of course, if anybody needs any help with anything, they've only got to get in touch with us at the website. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. And it'll be um, very helpful to the panel of judges, of course, who will be, uh, be reviewing the applications that we'll discuss in a few minutes. Um, I'd like just to uh, come back on the submissions. Um, are there any costs to enter? Um, that's a really good question. And I, I still get asked that a lot. And no, there isn't. Um, there's no cost to entering the awards. Um, there never has been. Uh, and that's, you know, the awards are uh, completely free to enter. Uh, and sometimes people find that a little bit hard to believe, but it, it's true. Uh, we, we've never asked for an entry fee for people to enter. Um, and they are completely 100% free to enter to people around the world. There, there is no cost. Obviously, there's your time and energy that you've got to put your submission together. Uh, that goes without saying, but there is no, there is no cost. Uh, we typically, I, sorry, go ahead, Priscilla. I know for a good cause. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we, I was going to say we also have awards ceremonies every year. So we've typically held two awards ceremonies, one in Europe and one in the USA. And on those days, which we try to time to be the same day, it hasn't always worked out that way over the last three awards ceremonies. Uh, but they're actually physical events, you know, they're, they're tables, they're seated events, etc. And we, you know, the MC will read out the winners, etc. People collect their awards and they're a fantastic thing to be involved in. And uh, there's no charge for people to attend that either. Uh, obviously, we can't have everybody coming because there's only so much space. I suppose that's the only sort of bittersweet that that uh, the last Think Global Awards winners, which were announced very early this year um, for last year, uh, we had to do it all online because of what happened globally. Um, so it was a shame that we all didn't meet in person. Um, but I suppose that's that's the way things are at the moment. But no, to answer your question, there are no costs to enter the awards. They're free to enter. 
Okay, well, thank you very much for uh, clarifying this. And uh, since you're uh, so mentioning the ceremonies, so I want to um, I want to discuss key dates and the process. And so, can you um, can you maybe um, tell us a little bit about the key dates to remember to keep in mind? So we're going um, at the moment. The applications are anyone um, can um, can apply uh, since uh, from since September the first. So what are the next key dates that we'd have to keep in mind? Well, the, the big key date is that the, you know, the, the awards close for entry at the end of November. So people think that that sounds like a long way away, but it, but it isn't. So please, please, if you're listening to this or watching this somewhere and you haven't yet entered and it's before the 30th of November, you really need to get your application in. Um, so that, that's the next really important date. We have lots of people who've entered already. A lot of people like to enter early. Uh, as I said, it's, it's, a, it's a relatively simple process to enter. Um, but yeah, the, the end of November is the, the next key date. And then, of course, the judges take over from then. The judging panel will get involved uh, during the months of December and January. We typically then announce the um, shortlisted applicants uh, so whether they're individuals or companies we actually publish we put out the press releases it goes up on the website we publish the shortlisted um, award entries and then in early spring we will actually be announcing the winners uh, of this the latest think global awards so it's uh, it's an exciting time i would love to think we can do it in person however i wouldn't want to guarantee that right now it's looking like an online ceremony again for the okay. winners of these awards but you know the the technology has improved tremendously and we can we can do a pretty good awards uh, ceremony online now i know it's not quite the same but either way it'll be a, a good awards uh, announcement to announce all the winners so um so we mentioned a panel of judges who are uh, reviewing the applications and i understand uh, four new judges have been announced uh, it's very exciting so we have 10 in total i believe can you tell us a little bit about more about the, this panel of judges please I'd love to share some information actually about that because I, I still get asked questions about that occasionally. And it's really important to note that the Think Global Awards has a new judging panel every year. Uh, they're independent judges. Uh, they use the award software. There's a, a matrix for scoring each of the uh, award entries and then the software does its magic and adds up uh, who are the shortlisted candidates and who are the winners. Uh, we like to have brand new judges every year uh, because we think it helps to remain uh, very unbiased, remain independent from a judging perspective, which of course is critical. Um, and we uh, rely on the judges, really. They put a lot of time and effort in behind the scenes to read, review, look at links, look at uploaded attachments, evaluate and score the individual submissions that come through for the Think Global Awards. Uh, this year, you're right, we, we've announced some uh, some additional uh, people, but uh, every year we've had tremendous judges and they've all been publicly, um, their names and, and, and uh, who they are and their backgrounds have been shared on the website, as we do again this year. So this year, for example, we have Nicole from Snap. Everybody will know Snap Inc. or Snapchat. Uh, we have Lucio, he's from Amnesty International. We have Christine Podner, who's uh, an author and a consultant. We have a gentleman called Tim from Locale Solutions. Uh, we have Swati, who's with the Inca Group. People would know, may not be familiar with the Inca Group, but IKEA people I'm sure would be uh, familiar with. We have Lasen from Salesforce. Uh, we have Siobhan from Vista Tech. 
and we've got Alex from Farfetch. So a lot of people may know some of those brands or know some of those people, uh, but they're all on the website if you want to check them out. We've also been joined by uh, Puneet uh, from Deloitte. Uh, so Puneet is one of the judges and Sinead from an organization called Literature Island. So everything from you know, Amnesty to Snap to Deloitte, <laughs> Salesforce, etc. They're all judges this year and uh, they're all different to the previous year. So I'm, I'm really thankful uh, for the judges' uh, dedication, interest in supporting the Think Global Awards. And that's been the case on the previous three years. We've had tremendous support from our judges and I can't thank them enough. It's wonderful that they're involved in it. And I know that they are very interested to get started on the judging, but of course they won't take over the process until uh, the closing date in November. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Yes, uh, we're, we're delighted to have a, um, a new panel of judges and uh, we're really thankful to everyone uh, who's helped us in the past. So um, so we're talking about, we, we mentioned the ceremonies next year who are likely to be online again hosted. Um, what does the rest of 2020 and 2021 look uh, for um, the Think Global Forum and the community and well, I suppose the Think Global Forum is a slightly wider discussion. Uh, the Think Global Forum continues as well as the Think Global Awards. So obviously the Think Global Awards, it's the awards program. It has a set timeline that it runs. It's typically this time each year where it's open for entry. Uh, we keep the entries open for the three-month period. Uh, we collect a lot of entries for the awards. And uh, that's partly the reason why we have to have 10 judges so they can actually get through the, the volume of submissions. Um, so there's a lot of work that goes on after the awards. And uh, again, as you mentioned, we, we look forward to the awards announcements, the shortlist and the winners ne early next year. Uh, for the Think Global Forum, however, that's a little different. So we have moved the Think Global Forum events uh, all online. Uh, we've had to do that and uh, we've been surprised at how well they have worked. I suppose because they are a, um, a close bunch of people, uh, they're you know either broken down by industry sector or sometimes by geographies. Uh, we have recently, well, let me take a step back, Priscilla. The last in-person face-to-face event that we hosted was actually back in January and that was in Amsterdam. Uh, so that was the usual, you know, really nice venue, catering, uh, boardroom discussions, guest speakers on stage, you know, that that kind of uh, activity, which we really, we really like doing. Since then, we've had to host Think Global Forum activity online. And we have had both the online events with the Think Global Forum, where we've had guest speakers talking about various topics. We have also had Think Global Forum boardroom sessions where, for those that are uh, maybe not familiar with the Think Global Forum, we have dedicated forum executives for various industry types or areas around the world where they come together around like a boardroom setting. And we're now doing that in a virtual environment where they discuss really important topics for their particular industry expertise. Uh, and those are proving very, very well. We're, of course, we're using a lot of the video tools that I'm sure most people are familiar with at this point, uh, but they, they're proving to be um, very well received. Uh, we made quite a seamless transition um, to online, but I think we were greatly helped by the forum executives who are very familiar with the concept. Um, we've got a, we, we've just done a think, uh, I should say, a think global forum 
technology boardroom session, which only took place very recently. And the next one that we're doing is a technology think global forum event for the USA. So that's next up on the radar followed by a think global forum retail and e-commerce and we've got a a number of others that we're working on so i suppose that's different to the awards because those activities continue the awards are sort of like a standalone activity and event so that that maybe give you a little bit of insight into uh, where we're at so we're we're probably busier than ever when it comes to the think global forum and the engagement that we're getting yeah (laughs) Very busy, but very exciting, and uh, a lot of uh, exciting uh, activities for uh, the rest of the year and next year. And, uh, and we look forward to uh, to new members of the community, anyone who'd be interested in joining us. Uh, so uh, please feel free to um, contact us on the thinglobalforum.org uh, website. And uh, speaking of contacting us, if anyone has any questions, who can they who can they contact? About the awards. Well, I, I mean, uh, obviously they can contact me at any time, uh, but the, there's a contact section on the website. So if you go to thinkglobalforum.org, you can contact you can contact us there directly. I suppose one thing that I wanted to mention, Priscilla, is for the forum executives and for members of the Think Global Forum. If you're a member of the Think Global Forum community around the world, there is a community section now on the thinkglobalforum.org website. Now it is a private community section as in you have to be a member of the Think Global Forum to get access to it. But there's a lot of conversation then able to take place on a private forum community. So that's, that's, that's been um, a long time coming, but it's, 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 uh, it's, it's really well received. And we've got uh, growing numbers of people involved in the Think Global Forum community online section. So that's, uh, again, you can find all the details for that on the website. Well, thank you so much, Simon. I have one last question. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience today? Something we wouldn't have covered or um, anything else, any other project or anything? Well, in, in terms of the Think Global uh, Forum, I think it's important to state that uh, it's a global community of people that's continuing to grow. I mean, we started quite a number of years ago now. I think the first event we did was in Seattle, and then, as I said, we moved to, you know, I think the next one was San Diego. We did one in Silicon Valley. Uh, we did one in Los Angeles. We've been to New York. You know, we, we've been to lots of different cities uh, to do those. But the community, both offline and online, continues to grow. And we're always looking for people who are interested in becoming part of the Think Global Forum. Um, it does really focus on, uh, I suppose, thought leadership around the world, uh, but not necessarily, you know, what we did in the last 12 months or what's happening now. We try to think a little bit further out and we really try to tackle some of the more difficult industry questions. Um, and we have, um, honestly, I think some of the best people uh, in industry involved in the Think Global Forum. The, the sheer talent and experience of the forum executives is truly outstanding and I'm very proud of the Think Global Forum community and the members that are um, involved around the world Um, and I'm I'm very humbled by that I think it's a a tremendous thing it I suppose the success of it took us a little bit by surprise in the early days but I'm very uh, glad to be part of it I'm very glad that it's something that people have really um, turned to and you know whether it's online as most of our activities are now the community continues to grow it's alive and well the activities are very well received and i think the awards are are part of that you know having this global awards program now 
uh, really cements it as a, um, uh, a community that's that's making a difference you know so I'm, I'm i'm delighted with that so i suppose that's that's really what i'd what i'd add in terms of the think global forum there's a number of other things that that we're involved in uh, but i'm sure people can just log on to the website or follow us on social media and it, it'll all it'll all come out there thank you so much Sam. i know that was um that's uh it's really good to know and for anyone indeed uh, who is uh, interested please uh, feel free to reach uh, reach out to us uh, on the thinkglobalforum.org website so, well, I'm afraid it's it's already the end of today's show. Uh, thank you so much, Simon, for joining us today. Uh, really helpful um, uh, to ask you these few questions and hopefully very helpful to our audience or anyone who'd be interested in uh, in applying uh, uh, to this year's program. And uh, so, um, again, Simon is the founder of the Think Global Forum. And uh, so if you have any questions, feel free to contact Simon and the Think Global Forum, Think Global Awards team. And also please make sure to tune in for our next episode of Vista Talks, where you can listen or uh, watch uh, this episode or the past uh, past few episodes, which are about uh, we've got about forty five episodes so far, and uh, we'll we'll be discussing obviously more interesting discussions with interesting people from all around the world. Thank you, Priscilla. Thanks, Simon. Bye.